In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. If I could take just three friends like Sam Dunn, Graham Schroll, and Quistaz Hadrach with me on a trip to the moon, I don't think there's any limit to what we could do up there. They are just three of our supporters on Patreon. Be like them at patreon.com slash TMS today. Coming up on TMS, Bacon, Georgia. Look in my eyes, what do you see? A molar with a cavity. Oh, man. Booger dough, though. Ringing in the new tech with Tom. Creamed Cohen. Lesbian road trip. Making eggs worse. I wiped it on a slice. Docs your dentist. Tense up and hope for the best. More fun than Madam Webb. Wasn't there a road trip movie called Road Something? The business end of my rocket. Sticky teenagery theater. The longest short with Nicole and... And more on this episode of The Morning Stream. What comes down can also go up, but this goes up in a skip, a hop, and a hurry. And smoother. Do the bees know they make honey for you? This is The Morning Stream. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to TMS. It's the morning stream for February 28th, 2024. I'm Scott Johnson. Brian Ibbett here also. Hi, Brian. That's right. Normally, normally today, yeah. we would say goodbye to February. But we've got we've got uh, Apple's one more thing. Mm, that's right. We get one, <laughs> one more, more day. One more day. That's right. I keep forgetting that's a it's a weird one this year. Not weird. That's but. right. This is a, this would be our year day if we did that whole uh, evenly divide the uh, mm-hmm. uh, the calendar among twelve months kind of thing. I but, still get uh, the show still gets emails about that. People going back really? and forth. Yeah, they think it's yeah. it, it, this is apparently a a more thought provoking topic than you and I uh, had considered. It's, when we started. It's kind of it feels there's something that feels kind of I don't know like the first step towards a utopia a mm-hmm. utopian society mm-hmm. right like mm-hmm. we could we can finally if we can finally get our months to agree on length yeah we can maybe find a way for the rest of us there's a path forward for all our ills as a yeah. as a as yeah. a species you know as hosts uh, <laughs> as top of the food chain of this planet finally we found some common ground Right. Uh, right. Hey, everybody, we're back. I had a so I had a three and a half hour dental appointment yesterday. That was fun. Oh, jeez. And the reason it was three and a half hours, they got to do they got to do the bottom uh, thing over here, and they got to do the top thing over here. And it turns out the one they thought was going to be the hard one was the easy mm-hmm. one, and the one they mm-hmm. thought was going to be the easy one was the hard one. 
And uh, <laughs> didn't expect that because of normally course. normally I can even predict it. If it's on the bottom, it's going to be a pain. It's going to hurt more. He's going to hit yeah. the nerve ball. It's going to suck. Uh, it'll hurt the whole time, and I just have to deal with it. And then the upper one will be a piece of cake because that's how it always is with me. <laughs> Not this time. For whatever reason, the bottom one was like lickety split, done, no pain. And the top one hurt and never felt right and still hurts like right now. So not terrible, not so much that it's killing me or anything, but it's just normal. It's normal. Um, But this one at the bottom was a was a broken crown. He just replaced the crown. That's fine. And that made it easy. The other one was like an old high school inlay or onlay onlay. Something, something. I don't know. Freaking dental terms. What do I, don't I know? What those are called. Yeah. Um, but they that thing's been in there since I think like '87. So okay. they were like, "Yeah, that's coming out." So they took that out, and replaced everything, and for whatever reason, that one hurt like hell. But here's the big part of the story. Last time I went in there for the evaluation, as you recall, I ran into a a 19 year old assistant oh, girl yeah. who was right. uh, blown away that I had been coming to the dentist she worked for for longer than her life. <laughs> and right. she just couldn't get her head around this 2004. Her birthday hadn't even come up yet for her 20th birthday. Oh, and I God. so this time I come in, and another girl, 19, not quite to her birthday month. I think it's in August. Makes yeah. a whole nother point, and I didn't even bring it up this time. I said, "She goes, oh, you've been uh, says here you've been here for a long time." And I said, "Yeah, I've been coming since so far." She goes, "That's not even my birthday yet. I wasn't even alive." Yeah. I'm like, "Oh shit, another one, dude." Don't we've do this we've to me. been podcasting longer than those those women have been alive. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude! I didn't even think of that. <laughs> well, we were doing that no four. Yeah. Oh, that's painful Jeez. to think about. Yeah. yeah. And half of her, more than half of her life, of TMS. You know. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's insane. Well, anyway, so this is the whole conversation we're having, and um, uh. This is the time. So my dentist, his name is Jeremy Matthews. He's great. I really like him. Liked him for all these years. It's a fake name. It's totally it sounds fake, like doesn't that. it? It sounds it's like fake. a fake name that uh, Ben Linus would have used and uh, lost. <laughs> Jeremy Matthews. It's Jeremy my cover. Yeah. Um, right. And it wouldn't surprise me because he looks kind of like a secret agent. He's like super really? buff. Okay. Oh, yeah. Right. He's like ripped. He goes to the gym every day. He's like, he's super in shape. <laughs> he He looks like he might just be a handler or something like that for some yeah. spy. Anyway, he's working on my tear. He's doing this shop part and he goes, all right, you ready for the fun part? And I said, yeah, like usual, let's do this. And he's usually pretty good, you know, needle in. I can feel it, but it's not killing me. I, I just sort of tense up and hope for the best, right? I sure, hate, hate sure. needles. No one likes needles in their face, but he gets this one down here and down here. I'm known. I've, we talked about on the show before you and I, I think are both prone to this. Our nerve bundles mm-hmm. are lower in our jaw than your average person. Yes. And so it's easy to nick one or stab one directly or whatever. And he did just that. And my whole head went like this for a hot second. And I tensed uh-huh. up and he goes, oh, I hit that nerve, didn't I? And I said, you did. Or I go, uh-huh. And he goes, <laughs> he goes, that's good. And I'm like, well, how is this good? He's going to explain it. He goes, uh-huh. because that means you're going to be numb immediately on that tooth. And... It's you're gonna gonna feel nothing because when that main nerve is numb, oh, nothing, no sure, pain. Sure. So you go, so you had a little discomfort, a little bit of shock, but in the long term today, this is gonna be a better experience for you. And you know what? He was freaking right, and it was immediate. Mm-hmm. I was, I've never had a shot like that where the novocaine mm-hmm. didn't take forever to kick in. In this case, <laughs> as soon as he pulled that needle out, I was already feeling all puffy and numb over here. 
Yeah. Oh, that's anyway. That's, that's great. Bottom Jeez. line is it made this easier on the side. Yeah. Upper was a little harder. Three and a half hours it took. It's all fine now. I'm really glad to be out of there. I don't want to go back. Still, still is probably more fun than Madam Web at the theater. Yeah, you know what I was thinking. I'm trying to think of things <laughs> that are worse. I'm like, I could be a prison in a prison camp. I could be. Right, uh-huh. um, I could be in the audience of a Madam Web showing. Right. Uh uh-huh. um, Or Morbius for that matter. Or Morbius. Yeah. I could be sitting on a plane next to uh, Gerard Depardieu. You know. Sure. Sure. There's these things that are worse that I could be all up to, and I wasn't. It wasn't That's that right. bad, but it was fine. In the end, I got a I got a J Dog certificate. I got a. Uh, I love that. I keep forgetting you get that. That's so. <laughs> that's so awesome. It is pretty great. I didn't go there after because we had dinner plan with the kids. But uh, anyway, it all worked out in the God. end. When they can finally make, uh, you know, great VR glasses that don't look like the largest ski goggle ski goggles you can possibly fit on your face um i think i think the dentist office is going to be a great place for that because uh you know having one of those on that doesn't interfere with where the doctor or the dentist needs to place his hands Mm -hmm. obviously sure which right now uh, a quest or a vision pro or whatever is is still too bulky for that but then you can just like you'll still hear them and they'll say hey can you turn turn to the right uh that sort of thing. Plus, I don't know if you have this problem, but when I'm at the dentist, they're in there working on your teeth and they're looking at your mouth, right? Yeah, they're, they're all they're up in it. Into, no. But their face is right over yours. They're looking at your mouth. But And I try to do anything but, but look at their eyes. Like ceiling tile, I am like, oh yeah, look at that ceiling tile. Because the last thing I want to do is, is make oh, eye yeah. contact. There's something With wrong. The- yeah, that whole idea sounds awful. Why 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 have I never thought of it before? You're so right about this. Yeah. It was like, oh my god, the last thing I want right now is for, you know, is to be looking at, at his eyes or her eyes if it's a hygienist or or you know, uh whatever. Yeah, dude. And uh That's and a have weird like thing. <laughs> now that I think about it, I either closed my eyes or stared at the ceiling. Or they, they had a TV yeah. screen. I didn't do a movie, but I I watched yeah. a lot of previews for what's should've coming watched, up soon on Netflix. Dune th- part one. <laughs> I know. I really should have. I was there long yeah. enough. I would have had hours. Would have been enough time. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect timing. But um, yeah, I can't either. Now that you say that, I've never <laughs> looked in his eye. I've done it when we talk just casually. Like if sure. he's like, all right, well, so what you see up here, or hey, what's going on in the podcasting world, or whatever, we're yeah, looking at each other's face. Well, yeah, if you're right. But it's when he's on you and he's in you, freaking forget it, dude. That's weird. That is weird. Good point, man. I don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it was yeah, fine. I just realized, oh my God, our showing of Dune is at 7 p.m. Thursday. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's, it's, do we know the, the length on this one? Is it the uh, same situation? Find out real like, quick. Probably long, right? Gotta be. I would assume so. Dune. Yeah, they're not say, surprisingly, there we go, 166 minutes. What is that? So, uh, not quite three hours. That's uh, two oh. hours and 40, 45 minutes. Basically. I can deal with that. I can deal yeah. with that. That sounds great. Was the old was uh, part one? Uh, I thought part one was three hours. But felt like it. <laughs> yeah, in a good way. I don't want it to end. In a good I was way. Enjoying yeah, it. no, it was a very entertaining film. Uh, uh, you know, I never talked about it. I saw Drive Away Dolls last weekend. Oh last shit! Week. Yeah, I can't believe we haven't talked about this. Is it? I good? know. I forgot to say it. Uh, the, so it's the, it's just Ethan Cohen, not not both uh, not both Cohen brothers. Right. And it feels like it. It feels like there's interesting something missing. Now, um, all the the acting in this thing is fantastic. Uh, uh, shoot, I got to pull up uh, Quali, uh, Margaret Quali, who is Annie McDowell's daughter, 
who in this film is the first time you actually, she actually sounds like Annie McDowell with the accent and everything. Oh, really? As um, she gets older, she gets more like plays it up. Well, I think she's playing it. She's definitely playing it up to sound more, more kind of hillbilly. Yeah. Um, and then Geraldine, oh, and I can't remember her last name. Viz uh, Varnathan was Viz something like that. Yeah. Yeah, she's that. in that she's in that Miracle Workers show that I recommended a while back with Daniel Radcliffe and Steve Buscemi. Um, oh, it's really right. really good. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, is it good? I mean, like, look, Ethan usually good. writes, it's, and then uh, Joel directs. Right, that's the combo. Yes, and I think there's a little bit that, that Joel would have probably said. You know, this this part feels a little too wacky. Let's kind of tone it down. Mm. Let's do another take this time. Tone it down. Mm. And I think without that. It lost something. So it was, it's closer to the uh, physical comedy combined with the wackiness of uh, Raising Arizona more mm. than more than any other Cohen thing. Okay. But it just felt like some jokes were a little bit too long. Some some wackiness scenes. Basically, it's um uh it's uh, about two uh, lesbians. It's a road trip film with a couple of lesbians who don't realize they've got a. Uh, a suitcase in the back of their their driveaway vehicle. You know these driveway like it's a. You can go to a company and say, "Hey, I need to go to Tallahassee. Are there any cars that need to be delivered to Tallahassee?" And for free, you get the car to drive to Tallahassee. Oh, um, I, I, that sounds great. I've never heard. Isn't of that. that great? What yeah. a great deal! Yeah, yeah. You can do that. That's the thing I could do if I wanted. That's to That's the thing it. you can do. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how you find these things. I think. I've only seen them in like uh, hmm. Craigslist or or something like that. But uh, these drive away uh, vehicles that need to get delivered somewhere. Then you have to figure out how you're going to get back because chances are you're not going to find a similar situation with with a car that needs to come back to Salt Lake yeah, City. That's a good point. You have to fly um, or something. But there's a lot of there's a lot of simulated sex that's done very slapsticky comedy like. Um, like, like, okay. You remember? Do you remember the scene in? Uh, it's another road trip movie. Was it? Was it just called Road Trip? For some reason, I think it was just called Road Trip. The one with uh, Sean William Scott and um, I don't know. The road trip I think of is the one with um, Tom Green. Yeah, Tom Green does kind of the narration of it, but it's really oh, it's the other Tom guys Green's... who go on this trip. Tom Green is, he doesn't actually go on the road trip. He watches the guy's snake while he's on the road trip. Oh, I don't remember. I don't remember. It's been so long. Uh, but it's the, but it's the one with Sean William Scott where he, uh, they need some money. So they stop off at a, uh, um, a sperm bank and he's going <laughs> to donate some sperm and the, you know, he's, he's hidden, he's chatting up the, the woman who runs the facility or, or the person's contact there. And she says, how about if I massage your um, uh, prostate? Wow. Your prostate. Wow. <laughs> and, wow. And he agrees to it, but it's this whole like, feels like a five minute scene of Sean William Scott making horse noises and, and uh, mm. uh, scream yelling. There's a little bit. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. Thanks for joining us for the show. That's right. Good morning. Um, but there's like, it feels like there's a lot of that kind of stuff in drive away dolls. Maybe too much. It's a long like. way to long way to go to get there. Like, yeah, some of the some of the slapsticky simulated sex stuff was a little bit uh, was a little bit much. How's Joey but Slotnick? I like Joey Slotnick. Joey Slotnick, like, is, is he's amazing, and he's uh, his head's completely shaved now, so he doesn't have that that afro, that little blonde afro thing that he had. In the, 
in the nineties and two thousands. And he was he was really funny. He's one of the uh, the two thugs that sent after uh, these women to get retrieve the the case in their car. Oh, I could see that. He's great for stuff like that. Matt Damon's in this is kind of like a um, one of these. Uh, um, thou protest too much. Uh, kind of preachers, ministers. One of those deals. Senate. Yeah. Mm. He could probably play that pretty well. He, he can and does. He's a anyway, good actor. Um, worth, worth seeing uh, when it hits streaming, um, but uh, it's all right. Yeah. It's okay. It was okay. Yeah. All right. It was okay. Kind of a mecha mental there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it says that uh, as, as if we can't cram him in enough things, Pedro Pascal's in this as well. <laughs> yes, he is. Okay. I know our new Mr. Fantastic uh, appearing here in, uh, it's a lot. in this one as well. Yeah. It's a lot. I feel, I'm a little worried. We need to slow down on, on uh, t- it's like you don't want to overexpose this poor guy because we love He's him. He's going to go the way of Chris Pratt where now we, we're going to start rolling our eyes. Oh, no, Pedro Pascal's in this. Okay. Great. Yeah. And I understand that business. Like they want to, they want to cast what's hot, right? I get it. Right. Exactly. I know he's, I know a lot of you consider him to be a zaddy, but, uh, yeah. I just want him to, I just don't, I'm more concerned about him. I don't want him to get hosed. He seems like he's got it together and it'll all be fine, but I just don't want to overdo it, guys. Come on, Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Real quick here, we got a a guy who called. Okay. Okay. All right. And he's real. And that's all I want to say before I play it. He's real. Okay. Here you go. Hello, Morning Stream. This is Sven from Baseball Camp. Just wanted to drop a quick voicemail, say hi, and prove that I'm not AI-generated or anything like that. Uh, also, regarding the potato for now bit at the end of my last text message, I thought I typed ta-ta for now, but autocorrect had other ideas. So, yeah, although I do kind of look like a potato anyway, so close enough. Anyway, keep up the good work, and ta-ta for now. Oh my gosh! Oh. Freaking Sven from Baseball Camp exists. He's real. He's right? Not just he's, a figment. he's real. It wasn't just an AI generated uh, text message that we got. I yeah, love it. I love great. also the the potato for now. If we weren't so entrenched and love the show, though, potato for now would be a nice runner up for a way to cl- uh, close out your email. Yeah, your it's not message. bad. Potato for now, and then people do different vegetables or different pot- uh, tubers or whatever they're going to do. Like it would become the new meme, but. I think yeah. love the show though is just too powerful. It's too strong. It's too powerful. Yeah, it's, it's, that's the that's the. Uh, there are always two: a teacher and a student. And uh, right now, the the teacher is still love the show though. The student is potato for now. Yeah, you can't fight. You can't fight what's real. Is what no, we're saying. Uh, we are going to call Dunaway though and see how real he is. Yeah. Because um, today. Well, we're making up for Monday. We're doing the we're That's doing right. the Monday thing. The great experiment of can we swap our our two game shows and have it work? And uh, yeah, we're about to find out. Brian Dunaway joining us all the way from South Carolina. He's going to play this game with us. Hi, Brian. Welcome back to the show, sir. Well, hi, Scott and Brian. How are you doing on a Wednesday? Yeah, we're good. Oh, we're good. Did you miss not being at the uh, the business end of my uh, my rocket launcher the other night because I couldn't show up to? I <laughs> did not miss it at all because it's never been a thing. So there you go. No, how, can, how can you miss a thing that doesn't exist? Oh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Yeah, done away. Me and me and Ibit couldn't sh- go for two very different reasons, but uh, uh, we're sad we missed it. We're glad Fletcher <laughs> yeah, and you. Because one and, uh, you know. sucks and one blows. Yeah, I know. One sucks oh, and one blows. Oh, 
Ooh. Yeah, I totally. I can't argue with that. <laughs> yeah, I was in the car driving a, a long, like, uh, forty-five minute lift ride, and I get the call on Discord. I'm like, oh crap! It's like, oh, no. <laughs> how quickly can I turn it off with this this passenger in the car? Sir, like, I do you need to answering. take care of that, yeah, sir? It's kind of hard to, to deal with. But uh, <laughs> what's what's great uh, was I had a thing I was going to say about that, and I forgot what it was. It was oh, you Rock called it. You said you guys either sucked or blew. blow. That's what we do yep. around here. People write in and they go, hey, suck and blow. See right. what I mean? Suck and blow. So yeah. you're blow, suck I'm blow. suck. Yeah, take that. Yeah. All right. I don't know how I feel about that. Um, hey, Brian, mm. we're going to play a game. You're here for that. And this other Brian here will explain to us how it works. Brian, take it away. Okay. Yeah. Hey, welcome to a Wednesday Half-Ass is a trivia game where I'm actually going to be giving you the answers. I'll give Scott and Brian a category and six possible answers, three of which are correct. And three, like, wait a minute, it's a Wednesday and we're doing Half-Asses that are incorrect. Depending on how confident they feel with the category, they can provide one, two, or three guesses. But if they get any wrong, they get zero points for that round. Get one right, gets a point. Two right gets you three points, and three right gets you five points. The player with the most points after three rounds wins the prize for their contestant. And I've pulled contestants from members of the Tadpool that aren't able to listen live. Scott, you're playing for JP in Montreal. Woo, JP. JP. Mm, JP. And Brian, you're playing for Joe Saparito in Portland, Oregon. Wow. Mm. He sounds like a guy that can rub you out if you treat, if you treat him bad. Joe Saparito. Yeah. 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 <laughs> And we'll talk about what those prizes are in just a moment. But first, let's get to the game and the first category for you, gentlemen. Mm -hmm. Your first category is inventions named after a place. Inventions named after a place. God, just dawned on me that that we could use this format for the questions for the pond. For pond, yeah. Yeah. That that would would actually work, wouldn't it? That would actually work because we could do this I interface. I don't know what you're talking about. All right, whatever. You need, you need to watch the pond, Brian, because we want to have you as a player next time. Yeah, you, like should a, go, you should go watch the archive. The pond. It was a game yeah. we played a uh, week and a half, or no, last Friday. Friday? Yeah. Yeah. Last uh, Friday. And we yeah. did it on the feed as well as on YouTube. You should go rewatch that and see how that went. Go, go watch fun. a little don't... bit of it because it was a lot of fun. Right. Yeah. It's like fun. Yeah, I'll check it out. Yeah. Cool. Right. We'll get you and Randy and Nicole amongst Randy. the players. and mm-hmm. Bill mm-hmm. and Bobby and Amy and whoever Steven wants in, really, you just can come in. Come right. on in. I just want to make sure I don't leave anybody. I'm out. feeling Wendy, I'm feeling Tom. less and less special the more names you mention. Yeah. <laughs> well, I just have to make sure I name every every guest that we have Do during you? the week. Do uh, you? TV's Travis. Because uh, <laughs> I want to make sure nobody feels like they're getting left out. Yeah. Yeah. All right, but not Veronica. That is correct. No, not she, Veronica. She no longer so attends. Yeah, it's fine. If you feel snubbed. Yeah. Bobby. Just yeah. well, I said Bobby. I did say Bobby. He said Bobby. <laughs> he may have pronounced it booby, but it was I heard it. I might have called Boobie. it Booby Frankenberg. Yeah, Booby yeah. Frankenberg. All right, let's get to this. Uh, all right. Inventions that are named after a place. Inventions that are named after a place. So right. which of these inventions were named after a place? Pretty obvious. Mayonnaise, marathon, cotton gin, limousine, bocce, and bacon. Would you really call any of these like mayonnaise an invention? An invention? I mean, somebody come on. Somebody invented mayonnaise. Somebody we're being said, very loosey-goosey with the term some, invention. Somebody said, how do I make eggs worse? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Although I like mayo in a, in a situation or two. I for like the, mayo. Sure. For the most part, though, I don't want a spoonful of that, you know? No. Gross. All uh, right. All right. You lo- I you locked in. You guys both locked in. 
locked in on mayonnaise, the aforementioned mayonnaise. Well, I yeah. gotta put glasses on because I like looking at the additional information that they sometimes provide. Sure. Uh, mayonnaise is uh, named after Port yeah. Mayol. Everybody, Everybody knows that. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Did, did you? Okay. Fact. I, fact. I did. I did. I'm a, I have. I have. Con- I have a condiments uh, trivia book. I keep next to the bit. <laughs> Do yeah. you is every night? Box of condiments. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. it's yeah. neither. It <laughs> can be. That's ketchup. why I get so many kids, Brian. Ketchup. Uh, <laughs> ketchup. And uh, oh. limousine. <laughs> limousine also named after limousine France. Yeah. And bacon. Woo! Not oh, named after. Oh shit! Oh no! <laughs> That's great. Gosh dang! Uh, marathon is named after marathon in Greece. Mm. Oh, that makes sense. That yes. makes a lot of sense. That was one I couldn't decide on, though. What's the origin yes. of bacon? It's like, uh, you know what I mean? It's named it's after a person. It's named after Kevin Bacon. It's the, oh. it's the, it's the most wonderful place in the world. Yeah. Right. Zoe can tell us. Zoe will be able to tell us what what, what the name of. Uh, where bacon came from, the name right? Joy is is uh, bacon, Georgia. Is uh, there you go? That's yeah. right. <laughs> bacon, Georgia. Yep. I love it. Get All rid right. of the M. You got your bacon. It's, uh, it's nice. like when somebody with a cold referred to uh, bacon, right. Georgia. <laughs> uh, for bacon, Georgia. All right, let's get to question number two. Uh, speaking of Oscars, we weren't yet. We're, we weren't yet, but we will later today. Speaking of Oscars, uh, which of these stars never won an Oscar for acting? Which of these never won? Oh, an Oscar for I acting? like how you qualified it for acting. Yes, mm, which means like that. that possibly for something else. Possibly, Cary Grant, Jerry Lewis, Alec Guinness, Jeremy Irons, Orson Welles, and John Wayne. Uh, John Wayne. John Wayne. Wayne. I, I'm going all out here. I hope I'm even you closer. You have right. to at this point, don't you? Yeah. Uh, you guys both locked in on Jerry Lewis. Yeah, Jerry Lewis won a, a, a um, an honorary Oscar. Right. He still uh, didn't. It was still alive when he received. It wasn't posthumous. Uh, isn't he still alive? Isn't Jerry I think Lewis he's still, still around. I think so. Yeah, I yeah. think so too. Is he still yeah. doing? Is he still? I don't know if he's still doing the marathon. Ter- uh, oh, right. I'm sorry. He died still in 90. Buds. He died in 2017 at the age of 91. Okay. Okay. That's no. what I was thinking. Died. He would have passed away. Okay. Good. Yeah. Couldn't okay. remember. Um, Cary Grant also uh, mm-hmm. never won a uh, an Oscar for acting, mm-hmm. honorary Oscar only, and Orson mm-hmm. Welles. Um, he won a screenplay Oscar, but not an acting Oscar. Jeremy Irons did win an Oscar Damn for, uh, what was it? Um, yeah, shoot, I was curious I about remember. Orson Welles, but yeah. Yeah, Orson Welles, I think, won his screenplay for... Um, yeah, Cary Grant fa- famously snubbed. I figured Jerry Lewis wouldn't get anything. Yeah. Most comedians yeah. like that... You're, just, you have to you're do destroying me today. You're absolutely Genesis killing me. Bridge on the river. Yeah, well, you killed me Monday. You went. You win that. Yeah, you you win nine of twelve. You destroyed oh, reversal, me. That's right. Reversal of fortune. Where he played uh, Sunny Brist, not Sunny Bristow. Sunny. Sunny D. Uh, Sunny D. It was the it was the guy who you your game September. was questionably uh, killed his wife and uh, like it was the oh, story with him right. and uh, Glenn Glenn Close. Glenn Close, right? Yeah. Yeah, he Klaus was Van Bulow. That's right. It was Sonny Von Bulow was Glenn Close's character. Oh, I was hoping it was Sonny D and the evil nemesis was the purple stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Killed by the purple stuff. Yeah. Um, well, so uh, we got question number three, but uh, Scott, you know, you just need to just need to show up for it, really. Yeah. Uh, Brian's got six points, so you need uh, get murdered. You just want to have some points on the board, right? Yeah, I need to go. I need to have some semblance of respect when I leave this That's game. Right. Yeah, like well, I said, y'all destroyed me. 
You know, here's you your chance with uh, That's right. sports. <laughs> oh, yay. Sports. sports. Let's do sports. it. Sports. Cities that baseball's athletics have called home. So, you know, the, the team, the athletics. Yeah, the, uh, the A's. Yeah. Where else yeah. Where all has it been? Uh, Kansas City, St. Louis, Philadelphia, Baltimore, Milwaukee, and Oakland are your choices. Oh, baseball athletics have called. Okay. The athletics. The athletics. Interesting. Shit. Uh, that f- Might help for you to think of them as the A's, as they're sometimes yes, called. Yes, yes. I don't help any, though. I don't know anything about baseball history. <laughs> That's as close as I'm going to. Oh, I can already see my mistake. But anyway, there it is. <laughs> yeah. Good job, Scott. Okay, you guys are both locked in. Uh, Oakland, of course, right? Oakland A's. We, I, I, know, that is the, That's what I was thinking. Then I was like, kind of the obvious mm-hmm. one. Kansas City, also former home of the uh, the A's. Yeah. Uh, your other one was Philadelphia, not St. Louis. Uh, Every uh, single yeah. answer I've done today is two correct, one wrong. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, <laughs> All I needed to do was just do two that I was sure of. In each case, I would have. Yeah, yeah. I'd be at least tied or winning this damn game. That's right. That's right. And that's the cyborg dude asked, are they going to Vegas next? I think that is the thing. They're they're that's where they're going to be putting the stadium over there where the uh, Tropicana is that was and, I, I, uh, I hear it's a little bit in a, in a bit of a bung up right now but i think that's ultimately what they want right yeah yeah a bung, up. That up. A bung up little they're bit just of gonna any up. any team that ever existed in oakland california will eventually be in vegas that's the rule <laughs> exactly yeah exactly uh congratulations brian well done <laughs> you uh you you did manage to uh score early and keep your lead uh yes. so congratulations is going to be going to uh, Joe Saporito in Portland, Oregon. Joe, you're going to be getting a copy of Good Arcade job, Craft yeah. and Alien mm-hmm. Shooter. I'm sorry, Alien Shooter 2 Reloaded. I'm a little worried about the Arcade Craft code because now I'm looking at it and I'm looking at the email from the person who submitted it and I'm only seeing four letters in the last section of the Steam code. Doesn't that need to have uh, five in each Usually, section? Well, I know they're equal in each section, but I don't remember if it's four or five. Are the rest of them five? The rest of them are five. So um, that is weird. Looks so like just keep thing. entering letters and numbers into that last <laughs> spot until you until you're able to download. Congratulations, winner! You've yeah. got some work ahead of you. No, let me know. Let me know if it doesn't work, and uh, uh, I will what? I will get you with the original person who uh, sent it and uh, see if they've got a. Uh, a fix. Uh, but don't worry, uh, JP in Montreal, you're getting a copy of From Space, uh, mm. also from Steam. Wow. Sounds like everyone's a winner. Congratulations. Yeah. Except me. Except, uh, except Scott. I'm not. <laughs> I'm doing terrible with these half asses, but I do feel good about a uh, feud on Monday. So next week, yeah. we'll put it all to the test once again. It'll be a blast, of course. Yeah. And uh, a reminder nice. that Dunaway and I do a show called Play Retro, and we're doing one. This very coming Friday at 1.30 p.m. Uh, Mountain Time, if you want to watch it live. Hey, Dunaway, what are we covering that day? Tell people We're playing. It. We're going back and playing Advance Wars, yeah. that uh, oh. that game on the, the Game Boy Advanced. Yeah. Uh, and I got to play Oatman Log Pocket this week, and this is my first time. Got to say, I like it. Scott oh, seems really? to be – Scott oh, loves wow. it from way back when. Yeah, the from way back when too. Yeah, yeah. they're they're Advance Wars one and two are two of my favorite handheld games of all time, and they still hold up. And those remakes, yeah. I meant to grab those this year because they did finally come out. I was going to ask you if you picked up the remake. Has anybody picked did. it up? Not in this group. I, I haven't. Think. I haven't picked it up yet, but I've been reading some stuff, and there's a lot of hate going on on what oh, how it really? got out or whatever. So I'm I'm curious to 
investigate that further tonight. Well, so, part oh, of it was yeah. they took forever because of the it was all due to the Ukraine Ukrainian invasion and because And you these, know what's funny? You know what's uh, funny? They said the same thing back uh, on 9/11 because they released it like uh they were supposed to release it like uh, like that weekend or something or something on 9/11, so either bad luck or possibly excuses. Well, to me it sounds like they they take the Advance Wars, the cartoon world of Advance Wars, right. a little too seriously, in my opinion. I don't think right, it's right, any right, big right. deal at all. Oh, is but, it? So the complaints are like about the lore, basically? Well, they're just the, like, oh, this is two countries at war, <laughs> and now we have that now, and we can't have that. It's like, no, go ahead. It's fine. You know how many yeah, war games no, exist? It's, it's ridiculous that they yeah. took so long. But anyway, the originals are amazing. The remakes are supposed to, at least gameplay-wise, be very good. And uh, we're going to talk about its origins, why it's awesome, and why one is a little better than two, in oh, my opinion. Oh, interesting. Just a Maybe little we bit. We will agree. A wee yeah. bit. Uh, that'll be Friday, one thirty Mountain Time. We'll probably play some Unreal Tournament 2K4 after that as well. Absolutely. And uh, test out your new server rotation. That'll be fun. Uh, Brian Dunaway, is there anything else? No, you. you. Oh, well, okay, bye. <laughs> You didn't want to get cut off. I, I was going to really quickly see if I could find my cartridge in case for Advance Wars. Uh, for the oh, do you DS. still have I'm it? Sure you probably still, still have it. it somewhere, right? I do still have it. Yeah, somewhere because I love that was a game. Is like, oh, I, I, I love this. I could see myself coming back to it and playing it. And now it's like, oh, well, I could just get that thing on Switch and not have any physical media and get it again. So the Advance Wars for. DS was a different game though, right? Let's see. That was called Yes, as opposed to the right. Oh, Dual Strike. Did that just include both games? Let's see. Oh. Oh no, it's the third. So you got I I that's the one I never yeah. played. I don't know why I never played the DS game. I just never did. And it seems like it'd been perfect as the stylus and moving your units around and all that. Yeah. Never yeah. did that. But the first two How games on GBA that? were God, amazing. It's still sixty bucks for uh oh, yeah. the Switch one. Reboot camp. Yeah, it's two games, so it's you know yeah. look at it thirty and yeah. thirty, but still. But they're remake. I mean, they're 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 not remakes. They are remastered versions of the same game of yeah. the games I've already played. So it's like I'm gonna wait and see and and get those uh, cheaper. Hopefully, maybe those will go on sale. Like oh, Nintendo yeah. rarely okay. does, but maybe they will. Yeah. I mean, I'm just gonna play. I'll pull up the old ones on my Ambernick and play it there. That's how. Yeah, exactly. That's a good way to do it. Uh, we're going to do some quick news and that news begins here. I don't watch the news. Well, we do. So let's talk about it. Brian, the news is brought to you by JK grammar. He plays games and we have proof when he live streams by going to youtube.com slash at JK grammar zero one. That's JK G R A M M E R zero one. Go follow so you get notified when he goes live. That's right. And if you're in Vegas, you'll get to meet him. This guy we bring yeah, up all the time. He's we get be to there. finally meet him. Oh, my God. Finally getting to meet J.K. Grammer. Yeah, him and his fiance. By then, will be his married oh, lady. Oh, the lady and Sarah are going to be married before then? I wow. think so. They should have waited and got married in Vegas. Yeah, don't quote me on this. I'm not sure. Maybe they get. <laughs> I don't think they're getting married there, but I could be wrong. Not that we haven't seen that before. I mean, Chloe oh, did yeah, that. Oh, yeah, no. Chloe did it a couple years oh, ago. Oh, he got married on the uh, the wheel. Yeah. The big wheel. Yeah, we were trying to... The high roller, yeah. The way that was supposed to work, because I have a card that lets me marry people, I was supposed to do it, but as it turns out, Las Vegas is very, very stringent about who they let marry people because they have a whole business economy there for marriages. So if you you want to perform the marriage of somebody, you got to do some special hoops in Nevada, it turns out. 
I, uh, I've been yeah. asked by a relative to uh, officiate their wedding, so I can't wait. I, I get a whole, I get to come up with my uh, solid ten minutes of mm. stand up mm-hmm. to use for that. Yep, all your material. Let's talk about marriage, shall we? Why is it that people? <laughs> How soon? What's we'll... up with the throwing of the garter? Who invented that? When's the first time you leave the seat up in the bathroom? Oh, oh. <laughs> exactly. Uh, let's do the story about Domino's. Uh, Domino's in Japan, the 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 pizza place, not the not the game, the board game. Yes. Is that a board game? Would you call Domino's a board game? I would call it a tabletop game, but not a board game. Okay. Yeah, I think that's 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 a good way to do it. There no no board is <clears throat> typically included with Domino's unless it's uh uh I mean even even wagon train or train whatever train Domino's has the little plaque thing that you put on the mm-hmm. board that you build from, but still not a not a board game. Not a real board. You got to have a board to make it a board game. This is a good distinction. Right. <laughs> one the, one that seems obvious now that I say it, but yeah, you need a board for your board game. <laughs> not just a table right. i guess it is kind of a required well <clears throat> you know some people some people could say it's uh a general term meaning a game you play on a on a tabletop sure. right a sure. board game but uh i mean i think of it as literally you have to have a board for a board game yeah and tabletop game is the more general term yeah tabletop is very game different terms. although tabletop is can the, include boards though so it's the other way the other way it can right. include tabletop, a board but you tabletop just, is uh right the the, the circle of board games fits in the tabletop game there you realm, go. but yep. um, but not vice versa. Your Venn By the way, is, is yeah. the Domino's in Japan, is it 30 minutes or seppuku? <laughs> yeah, except the problem is they really have to hit that time or else nobody works there. So <laughs> Right, it'll lose a lot of employees, yeah. Uh, it says they, they have apologized after employees' nose-picking video went viral. Oh, no! Yeah. Oh, jeez. Oh, Japan, what are you doing? Well, it wasn't just that he picked his nose <laughs> according to this first line. Oh, God. Oh. Yeah, this is worse. Pizza delivery giant Domino's is in damage control mode after a video surfaced online of an employee appearing to pick his nose and then wipe it on a, on the pizza dough. His bug there. He took out a bug and wiped it on the pizza dough. The incident has sparked uh, outrage and raised concerns about food safety. Well, do they mean in general or just at this Domino's? Because come on now. I hate yeah. that kind of talk. It's like, well, the incident right. has got people thinking more broadly about food safety it's issues. It's the no. entire problem is all food safety and not just this horrible, horrible employee who should that. never work in food service again. Well, that, dude, I vote for that. Where, where, where do I yeah, sign? Yeah, but do you think, I mean, can you, I know there's like, you know, you put on a no-fly list. Mm-hmm. You, they need to have an equivalent of a no-work-in-food-service list. Yeah, yeah. Because right now, somebody could just call and say, hey, did this employee work at your Domino's legally? Yeah, yeah. he did. Yeah. Those are the dates. Uh, yeah. It was... Well, we do it for sex offenders. We do it for, um, right. uh, who else do we do this for? Uh, multiple DUIs and things. We have record. Yes, right, exactly. I think we need a no working in food service. No, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm not this saying it's as not bad. I'm have not a public facing job. Exactly. Anywhere that you could put your finger in the dough after picking a bug. Right, exactly. Gross. Or 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 a uh, <clears throat> sausage McMuffin. Don't put you on this. So take him out of there. Uh, no, nope. Nope. five dollar foot long doesn't have to be dough. Just anything. Anything with anything I'm supposed to eat. We can have that. Yeah. The video, which went viral on social media platform X, 
formerly known as Twitter in parentheses. <laughs> did they really? Yeah, oh, geez, it's right there. Of course they did. Shows the employee using his gloved <sighs> finger to pick his nose and then wiping it in the dough. When interviewed by the Japan News, the <laughs> employee... <laughs> wearing gloves! <laughs> yeah, at least he was wearing a glove, right? That's somehow better, somehow? Jeez. Yeah. Uh, talking to the Japan News, the employee admitted to the act, saying he thought it would be funny, but regretted his actions. As a result, Domino's has terminated the employment of the individual involved. Now, that may sound like, well, obviously they fired him. In Japan, it takes a lot to get fired. A lot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, you have yeah. to really, well, you got to wipe a bug into your dough to get out of there. Because they Apparently don't fire so. people. That's how you get out. Yeah. Yeah. They're having a hard enough time filling jobs over there anyway because they're population issues. But, mm-hmm. you know, you if you want to get out of your job at Domino's in Japan, wipe a bug on the dough. That's, that's right. how you do it. Uh, yeah. Domino's Pizza Japan issued an, uh, an official apology as read by the stop motion character, the Noid. Just kidding. This didn't happen. I made that up. <laughs> <laughs> On its social media account, which stated that the incident took place at their Amagasaki store in Hyago Prefecture uh, after hours. Yeah. Happened when they were. I don't know what after hours means. I guess not during just after they'd close like they're making the dough for the next day basically oh even worse dude the whole they sit there all night and yeah have that booger just being in there yeah i'd rather have i'd rather the story be about i wiped it on the slice the guy ate the slice and now i'm in trouble i don't want to know that right. it's in that dough sitting in, there right like uh. was it in was it in the big massive dough that they used to make a bunch of pizzas or was it after he'd rolled out one pizza oh uh, they like wipe the bug in the. Uh... <laughs> the story gets worse the more I think too yeah. hard about it. Uh, they got Tom rid of the dough. Pizza. It says they assured the, t- the public that the contaminated dough uh, was used wasn't used in any pizzas, and all remaining dough was gotten rid of. So they chucked it all. In an okay. apology, they yeah. promised to take steps yeah. to ensure such incidents never happen again, and expressed deep regret for the secret ingredient that was in the dough. All right. <laughs> Uh, We've gotten some all caps in our chat room. Stephanie Inapets has asked us to stop talking about boogies. It's the one thing that she can't stomach talking about. I got to tell you, though, Scott, I played this uh, app on my phone uh, that was like the Booger <laughs> Endless. It was a Booger Endless Runner game. And uh, <laughs> yeah. it was an endless running nose game. And yeah. it was great. Oh, it sounds amazing. And yeah. it ends up you have to jump in the dough at the end. If you win, you jump in the dough. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. Sorry, Stephanie. Uh, you're fun. You're fun to tease. Um, yep. Final story. Uh, this has been the big story over the last 24 hours. Kid, oh, really? Okay. Kids have left in tears, and police have been called over the shambolic, or what we would just say here in the states, a sham of an event. <laughs> shambolic, uh, which was a thing called Willy Wonka. Um, let's see, Willy Wonka, Glasgow. They called it. Okay. Uh, it is parents forked out 35 uh, 35 euros for this. For, per yeah. ticket per person uh, in an event promised to be quote chocolate fantasy like never before a day where dreams come to life but the reality was more like a nightmare so Brian think fire festival but for kids but okay. for kids oh yeah. no All that's kind of what happened here a, um, <laughs> styrofoam box with a half-eaten cheese sandwich in it it's pretty bad like the photos they used for marketing were all AI bullshit yeah, not photos, but uh, art and stuff. The art, yeah. And then the actual. Oh event. no! Was this? Re- oh, these are really the. Look at that warehouse. <laughs> it's just a warehouse with a couple of things in it. It's so bad. Oh my god! Whoops! Close. Yeah, that. I would be 
pissed. I'd be so pissed. Look at they this. Couldn't even, they couldn't even be bothered to uh, like line up the, the mural pieces correctly. Yeah, they don't even that, look uh, right. They look bad. They look really bad. Jeez, they're Louise. crooked. There's a oh, bounce. There's a a small bounce house way off in the corner somewhere. <laughs> um, I want to know what's in these like urine sample cups on this folding I, table on the side. I know, dude. Look at that. Oh, uh, little half drunk, whatever. Anyway, people that got there early, like not only left early, but like are threatening to sit. Like they're people are fried. They're so mad. <laughs> I would be so pissed. Yeah. yeah, pretty lame, this whole deal. Oh, Ireland. What are you doing? Oh, Northern Ireland. Wow. Or the way this was... Uh, Glasgow. Was this no, oh, Glasgow. Okay. So. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Ireland. Never mind. Not, not Ireland. I guess Scotland. Yeah, uh, thanks a lot, Scotland. You guys ruined Scotland. it for everybody. I think it's a Belfast. Oh, Scott, what are you doing, Scotland? Uh, yeah, right? You're supposed to be cool. You got the kilts and the whatnot. Come on. The bagpipes yeah. and the... <laughs> The Loch Ness business, and you can't pull off a single roll doll inspired freaking thing for kids. Come on, yeah. come on. <laughs> anyway, sorry, folks. I was pulling up the uh, the music for the show, and I thought he said Belfast. I, I didn't hear. I was the didn't hear Glasgow. Okay, okay. It can happen. Belfast. It can happen. Jeez, uh, people, well, I know Belfast. I know where Glasgow is. Speaking of which, we're going to take a break. Yeah. When we come back, Tom Merritt will be here. So why don't you tell me about this song that you've been researching? Yeah, absolutely. Well, let's go to Glasgow for this music, and then we'll immediately take a trip from Glasgow to Alberta, where this band really is from. Uh, this is a band called Royal Tusk. Uh, they have a brand new album that just came out last week called Altruistic. This, uh, These guys are great. These guys are... Um, Oh, what's a, what's a what's a comparison I can do? Like a kind of rock um, uh, with a little bit of maybe a little bit of punk, new new punk. Okay, all right, um, all right. Anyway, this is the Alberta Rock Trio, Royal Tusk, brand new album just came out called Altruistic. This is the first song from the album. It is called Hated. Here's Royal Tusk.
<laughs> Dermic McRolney. And we return. Tell me who that was again. Sure. From Belfast, but really actually from Alberta, Canada. That is uh, Royal <laughs> Tusk with their song, uh, <laughs> Hated, uh, which is from their brand new album called Altruistic. If you like that, check out the whole album. The whole album's out, so go check it out right now. Yeah, you got, uh, what, are you, what are you waiting for, people? Go exactly. get it. Exactly. Exactly. Let's get Tom Merritt in here. Talk some tech. Yeah. I don't know if his uh, Discord thing, I forgot to ask him about it during the week. Oh, gosh, yeah, let's see if he's still got audio issues. Totally spaced totally. it, but we'll find out. Oh, I hear myself a little bit. It doesn't matter, because I'm about to play this. We want Tom. Yeah, we do. It's Tom Merritt joining us as he does every Wednesday to talk about the day's technology news. Tom Merritt, welcome back to the show. Well, thank you for having me back, Brian, Scott, and all of you. Hello. Yes. You sound great. I don't Good. hear the I don't hear that weird hum this time. So there's a little I'm, hiss in your microphone the last couple times, and we always forget to mention it after yeah. the show to say, "Hey, let Tom know he's got a little bit of hiss in his." Yeah, mouth. I always forget it, and then I'll like I'd show up at a meeting, and then you sound totally normal on a Discord call for the meetings on Wednesday. So I'm like, and then I totally forget. Yeah. And then I never bring yeah, it up again. So I don't know what that is very weird it's like a weird there little... it is right there <laughs> yeah there it is it almost sounds like a guy going like this in the mics almost like that yeah weird. that's so weird <laughs> uh, you sound great today I... no i'm glad it's gone i'm glad the echo is gone i'm glad i remembered to turn on pass through yeah i'm glad about so many things i'm There's glad a... it's mobile world congress this week oh my gosh that's always a big deal isn't it oh yeah yeah what's yeah. uh what, what's ex- what's expected anything big and massive this year because we never get like samsung kind of does their own thing but don't they also do stuff for this yeah, yeah. Okay. They, they're they're definitely there um touting their samsung galaxy ring coming later this year uh we don't really know that much about it they they showed it off at a media event but wouldn't let the media take pictures of it Instead, they're like, here, here are the pictures you can use. So it's not done there. You know, there's there's something still wonky about it. Maybe it's not the final design or, or whatever. Um, but also Honor uh, says it's going to do a ring. Um, Mark Gurman says that Apple has investigated a ring, although it appears that they're not actively developing it right now. Uh, it, it feels like smart rings are a product category you are going to get tired of soon because <laughs> that's usually what happens is everybody starts well i'm so tired of hearing about foldables oh, i'm so tired of hearing about tablets or whatever the sure. new category is at the time right so uh i think by the end of this year we're going to have uh, several competitors in the ring space yep. and it will become a conversation about well when's apple gonna do it? is apple still mm-hmm. making a ring when's apple gonna make a ring of course um, okay. but yeah Okay. Let me- have a Galaxy Ring out by the end of the year. Honor says it will also have a ring out by the end of the year. Of course, Ura already is out there. Mm-hmm. Amazon there. had theirs, but I don't. I haven't heard anything about Amazon since they. Oh, they had the a ring. You don't, you don't mean the Ring doorbell. You mean Amazon actually yeah. had a had a ring? Yeah, yeah, this, yeah, yeah. This one right here that ring. I got. Uh, yeah, Hold this on. one right here that I got that has the little clickable or the vibrating. Uh, uh, oh, maybe that's not a ring. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Maybe that's not for my finger. Oh, right? goodness gracious. No, no. Um, no, this was like like you could talk into this and ask, and it would do, as long as your phone was near, nearby, you could do 
uh, A-L-E-X-A questions and then uh, hear the uh-huh. answer hear the answer out of this thing. Would you call yeah. that a ringtone when you hear it come out of there? A ringtone? <laughs> Maybe? <laughs> it definitely has a ringtone now like, why haven't you warned me in a, <laughs> a couple of years, Brian, yeah. or whatever. Because isn't the whole con... Okay, so Tom, just, just for the... Just as educate... Me, including me because I haven't really paid attention to this ring stuff. These are mostly health devices, I assume. Yeah, they're 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 fitness uh, health tracking devices. Uh, Samsung says that it's will definitely do things like track your uh, sleep. It'll track your heartbeat, uh, you know, your heart rate and all of that. They also are trying to work on adding things like glucose monitoring and blood pressure, mm. uh, which those are those are difficult. Uh, Those are those kinds of technologies that you can technically do, but if you can't do them well enough to get regulatory approval from places like the FDA in the United States, for example, uh, then you can't really tout them as blood pressure or glucose monitoring, and then they're they're not worth doing. So usually what happens is these technologies exist, and the companies are trying to figure out how to make them reliable enough uh, to pass regulatory scrutiny. But Samsung's out there talking about them, so they feel confident that they're close, and by the end of this year, maybe they'll, they'll have it. It's just such a moving target, because every country's got their own restrictions their own rules, their own yeah, levels right. of what That's they'll right. accept, and you, you you're aiming for a global market, not one or two countries that accept your your thing. You always hear about Apple trying to get A one C testing with the watch, and yeah, they, yeah. they just have right. not been able to get it because you know there's more than one standard they have to meet. So yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, and then there's a thicket of patents. Of course, we've been following Apple's travails uh, with the oxygen level monitoring. Yeah, uh, yeah. So and a lot of people wonder just exactly how useful these these sorts of tracking really are, um, because a lot of times they'll get approval to say it exists, but they won't get approval for clinical use. Right. For example. Right. Like, um, and so you know, and sleep tracking is at best a guess science right now, uh, not because you can't track sleep, but because the data that's returned, we don't really know what it means. Yeah. Uh, you know, people are still trying to do studies to figure out how it actually should be interpreted. So a lot of questions about this kind of stuff, but Aura has made a splash in its little niche. If you, if you haven't heard of it, um, they were, they had a big partnership with the NBA, uh, during the lockdown, when they were playing in the bubble, uh, they gave Aura rings to everybody, uh, to, you know, to help monitor their health. I'm not sure how much it really helped with their COVID health or not, but right. you know, it made, it, a lot of people liked it. A lot of those those players kept it and said, "Yeah, you know, I like being able to have that data without having to wear something around my wrist." It's interesting. And these, um, I guess, I can see how much these cost. What do we know what a market expectation is for something? Yeah, like this? you're talking a few hundred dollars. Okay. Uh, they're you know they're less than a smartwatch, but they're not super cheap. All right. I'm. I don't know why I'm, I'm kind of interested in this. I just of, of the actual Aura. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested. Not, from what I know, the Aura is the one to get, right? Like if you're going to get, I'm a, the only one right now. Yeah. Oh, it, uh, oh, that's the charger. I was like, that's. that's, <laughs> yeah. that's uh, that was pretty cheap, but no, that's just yeah. a charger. Yeah, it looks like three two ninety nine for the Heritage model and the Horizon model, whatever that means, is yeah, uh, okay, three three forty nine. That sounds about right. I mean, you're going to yeah. pay that for a nice ring. Anyway, I'm not a big nice ring kind of guy, but uh, I, I could be I could be convinced. Like if you gave me enough reasons why, like what Brian described, it's supposed to it's more you're interesting to, to me. Pay three quarters of a year's salary uh, for one of these things, oh, aren't you? Isn't, oh, that the, okay. isn't that the tradition? Yeah. Wait, are you asking me what I think you're asking me? <laughs> um, no. Uh, <laughs> 
So you're not into big cars and big rings. Yeah, yeah. Let's put it that way. <laughs> yeah, and this is the Echo Loop is a big hunking ring. Like <laughs> it's like, hey, you know, Vinny, I'm gonna rub you out there. Uh, yeah. The size of that compared How to much are those there. anyway? Those are like. Uh, this was 129, but discontinued. I don't know if yeah. the software still works, but. Uh, Oh, yeah, they quit doing. Say, they just quit making it, eh? They're not into they it. They did. They stopped it in November, the year that they released it. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude! Yeah. yeah, Amazon doesn't have the reputation that Google has for retiring products, but maybe they should yeah. because they yeah. they do this a lot. Remember the, yeah. the the buttons that you could press to order your Tide or your toilet? Yes. Yeah, what happened yeah. to that? I, I still have one of those somewhere. Yeah, yeah. That felt like that, that felt like a thing you wanted to go ahead and get one so that you could say you had one because they weren't yes, going to last very right. long. Yeah, 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 and they were free yeah. for a while. That's Eventually, true. you had to pay for them, and that's what <clears> I was like. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, did they still like their? They've got that Echo that lets you make uh, what? What was it? The, the, uh, fashion decisions. I haven't heard yeah, Jack right. about the that. Echo, thing. Oh, yeah, right, it would look at your closet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if that does that, or if that's even a product I can buy there anymore. I guess I could look, but hmm. um, weird. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we could all look. We could all look. Just- yeah. It's just basically like what Amazon does is what most companies do in private, but Amazon does it in public and sells you the the testing it's devices. So somehow it's not as bad. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Somehow. <laughs> uh, well, anyway, I mean they've had a couple. Of, they've had a couple of winners. I have to look it up. Yeah, I'm gonna find the, out the closet too. one. Yeah, yeah, it was the Amazon Look was what it's called, Amazon and I found this look. report. Uh, Amazon will no longer support the Echo Look. Mm. May twenty ninth, twenty twenty. You know what's great? I have two. I have two in my search engine. I have two results from The Verge right on top of each other. One's from twenty eighteen. It says Amazon Echo's fashion look camera is now available. The very ah. next one, twenty twenty. Amazon will no longer support the Echo Look. <laughs> That's a shame. wait. They, they discontinued it in May twenty twenty. Yeah. That's just rude. Uh, it's yeah. very rude. It's very like, yeah, I, or, or maybe it's like, well, none of you are going out right now. So. I was going to say, that's when most of us were just spending so much time yeah. looking yeah. at our closets. Although, uh, yeah. Yeah. You can't everybody ever needed to dress up for those, uh, yeah. everybody <laughs> those Zoom pajamas for a while. There. Not, sure, not right. everything can be the original Echo or the uh, or the Kindle, right? Everything's got to right. have its yeah, lifespan. you got to test something. And I guess the Apple car's out, too. As oh, yeah, now we're done. Today, the, yeah, the we talked about that yesterday on, on DTNS. Just, uh, yeah. and, and, you know, the fact that a lot of people are, are clowning Apple, you know, for spending 10 years de- developing a car and then not developing a car. Uh, and, and that's fine. You know, yeah. I'm not trying to rain on anybody's parade, but that is something that Apple has the luxury of doing. And it's not a bad idea because they did the right thing, which is like, let's investigate every avenue and see if it works. And they're like, nope, it doesn't work. So instead yeah. of forcing something out there, they just said, no, we'll take these people in this technology and apply them elsewhere. So my thing is keep an eye out for technology coming into Apple's other devices that you hear Mark Gurman or somebody else saying, you know, this technology was originally started as part of Project Titan, mm. the car project, and now it's made its way into whatever that new product is. Yeah, and I'll probably leverage Apple uh, in a better position to be the go-to for car manufacturers that don't want to do all the the, oh, the sure. Guts, yeah. You know, a lot of that's going to go into CarPlay. And I get, you know what? I hadn't thought about this till just now. A lot of people will leave Apple. Um, there, German said that there's probably going to be layoffs, but Apple's so good about avoiding announcing layoffs that I'm, I'm like, I bet they figure out a way out of this. Yeah. Uh, but whether it's layoffs or not, people are going to leave Apple because they wanted to work on Project Titan and they can't anymore, and they're going to do startups. That's true. And there's going to be a bunch of startups that'll be like former Project Titan Apple engineers, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, there always is with these things, so you can, yeah. I'm sure we can watch for that. 
well, all right. This all looks uh, great. We're going to talk more about the day's tech news today on the Daily Tech News Show. I'll be there. I've also got a little bit of something to say about uh, historical records and tracking for video games. Not necessarily preservation yeah. of games, but like, what does it mean to have a historical record of it? We don't have a lot of documentaries. We don't have a lot of books. We don't have a lot of stuff compared to other things, yet we're this huge part of the market. And why is that? Well, there's a yeah. cool new effort uh, being pushed forward that does this very thing. We have some thoughts about it. I'm going to bring that to the show along with a whole lineup today. Uh, very excited about that. Tom Merritt, anything else going on you want to mention? Uh, just that, you know, if you want to hear from me every day of the week, I'm out on Daily Tech News Show, four out of the five days, of course. Uh, but if you want to hear my tech perspective every day of the week, and just from me, uh, freetechnewsletter.com gets you that one day a week. Uh, and then if you upgrade to the paid tier, you get it Monday through Friday. So I, you know, talk about all the different news of the day that I think is important uh, and, and give you my perspective on that. Uh, in a newsletter delivered to your inbox for you to read at your leisure. So go check it out. Uh, you can try it for free, freetechnewsletter.com. Tom Merritt, everybody. You know him, you love him. We'll see you later today. Bye now. His hiss wasn't as bad. It was Not there. as bad. It's funny, the last, the last couple times it started out quiet and then got really loud by the time we were done. Yeah, it gets really loud and then sometimes yeah. drops and then goes up again. It's a weird, like, gain thing. I don't know what it that's... It really is. Yeah, I don't know. Just like uh, snowballs. I, I have made a note, though. Today, during our meeting, I'm going to say, hey, we heard it again. See what he says. Not that it's a big deal. He could call in the middle yeah. of, like, you know, Fallujah bombing. It's fine. Well, I mean, that's not fine. But if it was happening, we would take him. We don't care. We don't care what he does. Right. We'll take yeah, Tom Merritt. No, of course. Absolutely. We'll take the – joining us now is Tom Merritt from uh, <laughs> from Anywhere. And then just a long pause. Yeah. Thank you, Scott and Brian. Yeah. Uh, yes. The <laughs> <laughs> seven-second delay on satellite. Love that. Right, right. All right. Nicole incoming. Uh, Randy's not here today for recommendals. He had a last-minute meeting uh, that apparently is going to take all day, uh, according to him. Jeez. Sounds like a lot of, yeah. lot of stuff going on at Blizzard right now. So uh, instead, we're going to bring our pal Nicole in and we're going to do this right here. Whoops. Well, what do you recommend? Well, let me tell you what we recommend. Streaming things from services and stuff. And uh, <laughs> welcome Nicole Spag to the program. Hi, Nicole. How are you? Hi. Hi. Usually, yeah. they're streaming on services, but mine's going to be a buy. Yours is a buy or, or, a, rent. or a, a rent? A rental. Yeah. Sure. Honestly, it's, it's inexpensive rent. It's, it's worth a buy. Yeah, really. It okay. is. It's one of Nicole's <laughs> one of Nicole's favorite things in the yeah. world, right? You love this I, thing you're going to talk some, about. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're going to talk about. Yeah. I can't wait. <laughs> uh, Brian, we're going to start with you as usual. Now, what is different today is that, uh, well, you explain. You're taking this in a yeah. little different direction than usual. Yeah, absolutely. I did this last year, and, and this is a, a thing that Tina and I really, really enjoy. So after we finish watching all of the best picture nominees and all of the best acting like if there are any best acting nominees that aren't in the best picture category we've pretty much covered all those we still have to watch the color purple and i think that's the only one we have left um so we've watched all of the the major category uh, nominee films and uh now we move on uh to the shorts because shorts are great uh very comfortable in the summertime keep you cool and sure. uh <laughs> Uh, there are three great uh, three shor shorts categories 
in the Oscars. There's the animated, the live action, and then the documentary. And some would argue that the documentary is live action as well. I would argue that. How uh, short does it have to be to be a short? Yeah, good question. It's a really good question. Um, The longest short that we watched was about 40-some minutes. But I think anything that's less than the the hour and 20 something minutes that, 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 uh, something is required to be a feature film. I think it's an hour and 20 is what, uh, is what, uh, really. So you could do a short film and it could be an hour long. Yeah. I mean, the one of the ones we watched, uh, this time around was about 40 something minutes, 43 minutes, 44 minutes. It doesn't doesn't feel feel that short, especially when you're like looking at like wanting to jam a few of these into one one evening's watch. It's like, Oh, this one's, but I'll say most of these are, the animated ones are almost all under, uh, well, <laughs> we'll get to that, but they're all super short. The live action and documentary, usually the live action are 30 minutes or less and the, uh, documentaries then get up into the, the, um, longer, the oh, 40, 40 sense. minutes or 30 minutes or documentary okay, Wikipedia says 40 minutes or less. So what do you call What's something that's in between 40 and an hour and 20? Um, probably just a TV <laughs> what show. Are those called? That's just a TV show on a weekend. Right, exactly. <laughs> I don't know. All right, so let's talk about the first category, which is animated short films. This will be a quick one because um, very few of the five nominees are available to watch right now. Um, the The ones that aren't available are Letter to a Pig, Our Uniform, and uh, Pachyderm. And then there's one called War is Over, inspired by the music of John and Yoko. Also not available to stream, but the trailer is available. And my God, if you have not seen the trailer, you need to go check out the trailer. It's only two and two minutes and 45 seconds long, but it is so you, – you get most of the whole story in that, in that short time, and it is so powerful and moving and incredible. It's, it's set in an alternative World War I where you've got two opposing soldiers – playing chess using a carrier pigeon to get their moves back and forth over the front line. And it is beautiful. It is uh, powerful. It's uh, gorgeous animation. It's really, really good. Yeah, it seems like the essence of the story is there, but I can tell there's a lot more to tell. Um, There's a lot more, and there's probably more of an ending than what you get in the trailer. Yeah, it looks awesome. I I was blown away by it. I first saw it yesterday when Brian posted it in Discord, and it was... um, was immediately just stylistically very evocative. It uses this weird sketchy pen-like um, kind of art with made full color, obviously. And then I find out later that thing's all rendered in Unreal Engine Five. It's all in the Unreal Engine, yeah, which is which is amazing. Freaking beautiful, uh, really, really something. So go seek that so out if you haven't seen it. Seek that one out. There's a link. So where in the can Discord we watch all this stuff though? I'll I'll tell you as a matter of fact. Uh, so you can watch the trailer for War Is Over, inspired by the music of John and Yoko, on YouTube. Um, I've got I'm having links to everything that I talk about. Uh, will be on Quick TMS. Uh, dot li today so you'll be able to click any of these and go right to the thing where you can watch it and i, I also, don't want to watch trailer i want to watch the thing oh. yeah that one that one that you have to not. go to that one you have to go to a theater that's doing like the entire oh. like showing all of the shorts there, there was a great thing so shorts tv during the pandemic would let you rent um 
and watch all of the animated live action documentary shorts that like you know gave you 48 hours right. to watch it for eight bucks or something it was totally worth it now it's now that theaters are back open they've moved these back to theaters so you actually have to go to a theater that's showing uh. all of them however about 50% 60% of the of all of these are available online to watch either on Netflix, Disney Plus or YouTube with a couple okay. exceptions. Yeah. So so that one the trailer that one you can watch on on YouTube and you'll want to keep an eye out for when the full thing gets released which it will be eventually. Another one that's in animation is called 95 Senses. This is on Documentary Plus, a website Documentary Plus which apparently is a really good streaming service that you can watch nonstop documentaries and I looked at some of the ones on there and it's like oh this looks really cool and as far as I could tell I either got a free month trial or a free seven day trial but I didn't have to enter any credit card information anything like that just basically said oh you want to watch something here go ahead like didn't even have to enter in anything so mm. documentary plus this one is called 95 senses and it's by Jerusha and Jared Hess the Napoleon Dynamite uh uh, team and wait who told us about this recently didn't someone come on here and what am i thinking of oh i don't know this oh was the gosh. first i thought i'd heard of it i thought i swear somebody maybe it was a uh, core to john and no somebody was nope. saying uh, somebody said the hesses were working on an animated short and it was the coolest thing they'd ever seen Huh. Shit. I swear it was TMS. Anyway, sorry. Maybe it was Randy. It might have been. Maybe. Yeah. I don't remember. Uh, well, this one, this one, you can watch the whole thing on Documentary Plus. It's about 15 minutes. And this is another one that's got some incredible animation. And what's cool is that each of the five senses is done in a different style of animation. And then the, the narrative, because uh, you've got basically an old man who... I swear it sounds like Tim Blake Nelson, but I didn't look it up to see. If oh, it, really is is it is him. It totally is him. That's right. Why it's, do I Tim know Blake this? Nelson? Why do I know this? Somebody, I don't know how you know this. Somebody came on here and said, Tim Blake Nelson narrates it and uh, it looks incredible. And I saw it and you guys should see it. And we all said, yes, I swear it was here. Wow. How long ago was? Uh... Well, it could have been weeks, but something like yeah. that. I cannot remember. Wow, I someone in the chat, someone in the chat's going to let us know where this was talked about because I'm going to lose okay. my mind. But anyway, go ahead. Yeah. That is him. So, yeah, Tim Blake Nelson. Okay. Well, then that makes total sense. It sounds like Tim Blake Nelson for <laughs> Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Yeah. As an old man, I won't tell you um, why he's talking about his five senses, but it's basically an ode to the body's five senses. Um, and each sense is done in a different style of animation, and they're all incredible, and they're all like, like describing the things that you smell or that you hear or that you touch or that you see. And, uh, um, and you get this incredible, again, kind of heartbreaking story that, um, about this person who is, uh, uh, is, is telling the story of his five senses. Wow. Did you guys remember that movie I, I recommended about where they, everybody's in the world losing their senses one at a time? No. Ooh, no. Huh? Holy crap. Well, that wasn't Sense8, was it? <laughs> was no, no, no. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that was an excuse it, for... Uh, that, yeah. I can't remember the name of the movie. I'm sure I'll look it up real quick. But okay. I think about... That's like... It's one of those haunting movies that kind of interjects in my head every once in a yeah. while and I go that you think about every once in a while that's cool like what would you do if you lost your sm sense of sm smell or sight or touch huh. taste and it was like a, it was an apocalyptic movie sounds like everyone it. in the world this was happening to oh and they lost their sight last or something yeah you're saying yeah. yeah i remember you talking about this, yeah. I think it was maybe this. 
Yeah. Ethan Hawke was in it. I don't know, but it, yeah, it hmm. freaked me out. Huh. Um, it was okay. Disturbing. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so that's that's your animation. So definitely go to Documentary Plus and watch this for free. Watch ninety five cents or ninety ninety five senses. Yes, ninety five senses. Fantastic moving touching like you have to basically think about these shorts is like all right we've got this entire story that we need to tell in these little short periods of time and so it's more packed in than a movie so a lot a lot i don't know a lot richer a lot denser content and it's really really good mm. let's move on to the live action short oh, films can i yeah. can i tell you it's called perfect Let's sense go. with ewan mcgregor okay perfect sense okay and it's a movie right not a series yeah it's a movie huh. came okay. out in 2011 Okay. All right. All right. Putting it on my list. Writing it down. <laughs> Excellent. Um, all right. So live action short films. Um, there's a, there's a couple in here that are really, really worth checking out. Uh, again, we were only able to watch three of the five. Um, Invincible and Red, White, and Blue are not available to watch, but we did watch trailers for those so that when the, the Oscar category comes around, we won't be completely left in the dark as to what these other two are. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them is actually about a woman um, living paycheck to paycheck. Brittany Snow plays her. Um, she's a, but works in a diner. She's getting pregnant. She, or she gets pregnant. She has to go across state lines to get an abortion. It's a, a story about, about her, um, her, her travels. But the one that I, the two that I want to point you to, Oh God, the three, because they're three, the really good ones in this category. Um, the first one is called the after, and this is, um, about a guy who is, uh, who witnesses a, an incredibly harsh, heavy, um, violent crime. And, um, and has to deal with the deal with it afterwards. And is uh, the actor is David Oyelowo? Oyelowo? God, I don't know. I'm trying to remember what. Oyelowo. Uh, Nailed it. I've always seen his name, but I've never had to pronounce it. But he was in uh, Selma. Uh, he was in um, uh, Jack Reacher. Uh, British, uh, British, uh, uh, actor. Anyway, um, this one, sorry, is, I can't help you. <laughs> that's all right. Uh, this one is moving and, and really, really powerful. And I will say could be, there's not, um, there's not a sexual attack in it, but it still has some violence in it that could be triggering for some people. So if you're easily triggered by, um, by, violence like crowd kind of violence then you may may have a, an issue with that um oh was he in silo he was in silo oh he's the guy I in guess. silo he's, the, he's no. the right the first guy yes he he's also that lawman bass reeves guy that i need to see that's western on paramount i knew that oh. name was familiar it was bugging yeah. me. now i get it he goes by david o apparently which i think is a good idea for him yeah. uh so that's called the after you can watch that one on netflix incredible but but just a little bit of a trigger warning for folks. Um, Night of Fortune is a uh, this one you can watch on. You basically there's a link to the Vimeo or I'm sorry uh, YouTube where you can watch where, where you can watch this one. This one is I believe a Danish import or a Swedish, definitely Scandinavian um, import. So you've got subtitles, and it's um, uh, about a guy who. And you kind of won't believe that there's a little bit of a comedy element to this thing, but it's about a guy who has to go to a morgue to identify 
um, uh, his wife's body or, or, or view for a viewing of his wife's body. And you, it, when I describe it, it sounds like there's no possible way there could be a comedic element in this, but there is. And it's, uh, um, really, really heartfelt, very, uh, very emotional, but, but light, if you can believe it. Wow. The right. last one I'm going to recommend, and I'm waiting for Nicole <laughs> to chime in on this one, is The Wonderful Story of Henry Sugar. Now, this is a Wes Anderson short film starring Ben DeCumberbatch and Rafe Fiennes and ben Kingsley. Um, ben Kingsley, like great cast. Um, it is, it's based on a, a Roald Dahl story, and it is all narration with mm-hmm. with action that takes place behind the narration. So as people are describing, as as Cumberbatch is describing the things that are happening, describing his story, these things are happening, but he's looking directly at the camera telling you the story. And um and it's kind of like a story within another story. And I'm curious as to how far you got through it, because you found it to be really boring. I thought it was I beautiful. Thought, so <laughs> if I'd known it was going to be a video book. Yeah. Maybe I would have gone in with the right <laughs> with, expectations. With more expectations, sure. Yes. I got to Bing Kingsley. Uh-huh. Okay. His part. And I was yeah. like, I'm out. I'm just done. I'm bored. <laughs> I'm gonna fall asleep. <laughs> I just, okay. okay, yeah, it's pretty and I like how they swoop everything in. I, yeah. it, it, it was just a bunch of dudes talking, to be honest. It absolutely is a bunch of dudes talking. There's just no... a bunch of guys talking, and I just like Oh, this is boring. Like, I, I haven't looked, but I'm pretty sure that it's okay. just it's the it's the Roald Dahl story. Red. It just but, felt pretentious. I don't oh, know. Wow. I, I, yeah. I don't know. I just it just didn't hit for me. Yeah. So, and I'm I, sure people are like, "What?" But yeah, yeah. It didn't, it didn't nope. And I got it as soon as <laughs> as soon as I saw your review of him, like, yeah, or as soon as I saw. Uh, after I talked about it, you you saying, uh, yeah, I watched it. I couldn't even get through it. I was like, <laughs> I could totally see why. If you, a, if you're not ready for that and you're not expecting that, and you want more of a traditional Wes Anderson film. This yeah, is not a thing for you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, and I was like, oh, it's only 45 minutes. I'll yeah. just watch it, and I'm yeah. like, I can't finish it in 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that Tina and I, uh, I liked it a lot more than Tina did. Uh, Tina wasn't quite to the the level of like, this is boring, mm-hmm. move on to the next one. But she's like, yeah, that was okay. And I'm like, oh, I, I really, I liked, I, I loved the presentation of it. Yeah. But again. Uh, but I, I mean, that yeah. said, I am really into audio books right now. Yeah. And I wonder if I would go back to that and kind of... <laughs> Like put it on in my car and not watch it. But <laughs> it's a great story. So you don't you yeah. don't find out what happened after the Ben Kingsley stuff. No, no. He, oh, wow. I just got okay. to the part where he was like, um, I can I can see beyond what's in yeah. yeah, without using my eyes. And yeah. like they were studying him. Um, okay. <laughs> and I was like, oh, stupid. I don't want to. I didn't want to. Uh, well, I if you ever decide to go back to it, I'd be curious if you feel because there's a there's a um, a great redemption story in the second half of it. That that um, are that there I, any women in it at all? Because I look at the cast and it's nothing but but guys. No, no, I, I don't, don't think there is. I don't even think in background 
Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. there's a nurse. I think it's the maybe there's nurse. No, it was well, all doctors. Yeah, no, they're all doctors. Listen, mm, Shawshank yeah. Redemption had two women with one one line speaking roles. So <laughs> come on, you can't. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not seeing it. It was just a spirit. Uh, I just noticed. Yeah. It was very No, I'm kidding. Short, I'm kidding. short film sausage fest. <laughs> it is. It is a total short film sausage fest. That 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 said, I think uh, I think people. Some people really enjoy it. Some people might have a yeah. hard time with it as well. Yeah. But I found it. I found it in uh, an amazing story and um, Scott, really I am a lot of fun. Amazed you haven't seen it. I know you're a Wes Anderson. I am. I meant I to. Am. I meant to watch it, and I just haven't had a chance to get around to it. Um, I'm glad to hear. I, my guess is I'm going to like it because I like. I, I like even the most controversial or less liked Wes Anderson mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. You so, liked Asteroid City a lot more than I did. Oh, I loved that movie. Freaking yeah. I did too. I enjoyed Asteroid City too. Yeah. I loved it. And I love most of his work. So this is, this mm-hmm. to me is a no brainer. Just got to get around to it. I didn't know it was a short yeah. film. I thought it was just like a full blown, you know, two hour movie or something. Oh, I didn't yeah. know how short and You know what? I have an audio clip uh, of that very thing. Could you, <laughs> can you play my recommendal one? Yeah, here this it is. This is a little bit. This is Ray Fiennes uh, as Roald Dahl at the beginning of uh, Henry Sugar. All right, here you go. Henry Sugar was 41 years old, unmarried and rich. He was rich because he had a rich father who was now dead. He was unmarried because he was too selfish to share any of his money with a wife. He was six feet, two inches tall, and not perhaps as handsome as he thought he was. He paid a great deal of attention to his clothes. He went to an expensive tailor for his suits, to a shirt maker for his shirts, and to a boot maker for his shoes. His hairdresser trimmed his hair once every ten days, and he always took a manicure at the same time. He drove a Ferrari motor car, which cost him about the same as a country cottage. All his friends were rich, and he had never done a day's work in his life. Men like Henry Sugar can be found drifting like seaweed all over the world. They're not particularly bad men, but they're not good men either. They're simply part of the decoration. (laughs) (laughs) It's so funny. I didn't realize this was a story by, uh, how do you say it? Roald Dahl. So I finally introduced Matteo to Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Mm. Oh, cool. Which one did you you start with the uh, Gene Wilder, the original? Hell yes, I started with the Gene Wilder one. (laughs) He is at the age where he wants to be safe scared. Mm. And I'm like, this is a weird Mm, freaking movie. And we got to the the boat scene. The boat scene. Yeah, that tunnel thing. That tunnel thing will scar you if you're not the right age, man. That thing is a freak show in there, that tunnel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he's like, what's a snodberry? I'm like, I can't tell you that right now. Yeah. yeah, you'll you'll learn. Yeah. <laughs> well, you may, we'll you may never learn. We'll talk about it when you're older. We'll never, when you're older. Yeah, the world may never know. Um, anyway, so there that gives you a little bit of a taste. Ray finds, uh, you know, uh, sitting down, getting up, walking towards the camera, things moving behind him to set the scene. But, but for his for for all this, it's like uh, the stuff takes place in the background behind the the characters in that. Um, uh, Henry Sugar. Cool. Uh, let's get to documentary shorts. Um, lo and behold, you can watch all the documentary shorts uh, online right now for, for, I wouldn't say for free, but if you've got the streaming services associated with them. Um, let's start. This is actually going to be another one, my other audio clip. This is from, and I'll give some setup. This is from a documentary short on Paramount Plus called The ABCs of Book Banning. And it talks about um, 
it talks about the books that are banned, but not from the perspective of the authors or from the people who are against it, but from the kids who want to read these books and can't, and they're wondering why. And you're going to hear um, a little girl read an excerpt uh, from a book called Shoot. It's about being strong, being a strong and, and powerful uh, young woman growing up into a, a, a strong adult. And for some reason, this book is banned, and it's ridiculous. And right. here's the clip. Here we go. Standing tall like a soaring tower. I am valued. I am love. I have a purpose, hope, and power. It's about, like, celebrating who you are and, like, celebrating you. It's like, it's, it reminds me of who I am because I really have, like, I don't have great self-confidence. My teacher keeps saying that, like, she wants to, like, open a self-confidence camp for girls because she says, like, with the people, group of people she teaches, like fifth graders, girls have really low self-confidence. So she's always saying that. And I think that's right. It's just telling us to be powerful. Like, I don't get what the problem with that is. Like, I just don't think it's like telling anybody like to do anything bad. It's like, it's just telling you to like be who you are and be powerful. If you read this book and still after you read this book, read it twice, read it three times, realized that, oh, this book needs to be banned, then something's not clicking in your brain. Sounds like a really <laughs> smart kid. A bunch of smart mm-hmm. kids. And um, yeah, they're, they're basically looking at these books that are banned, challenged, or restricted. Uh, three levels of like, you just outright can't get it, or you have to get it with a, um, you know, with adult permission, that sort of thing. And, you know, the Diary of Anne Frank, uh, graphic novel, unavailable, Mouse, M-A-U-S, that that great, mm-hmm. um, another great graphic novel uh, band. And it talks about, you know, these kids are looking through these and saying, oh, the Rosa Parks story, <laughs> for some what? reason, banned or restricted. And this girl is like, so... If you're whoever decided to ban this or restrict this, are you saying that you think Rosa Parks was a bad person? I'd love to know why you chose to ban this. So this is on Paramount Plus, and it is fascinating. Um, and uh, and when you see this list of books, and they're going through a lot of these books, the most the most uh, prominent of these banned books, and these kids describing, I don't understand what's wrong with this. I'm looking, I'm reading it right now, and I can't see what's what could possibly be wrong with this. Mm-hmm. Um, really, really good. That one, I I I feel like it's between two of these that that are going to win the uh, the category, and I think this is probably the one with the best shot. Mm. Um, well, Nick, there's. Yeah. There's a whole segment on John Oliver that just came out on Sunday. Yes. Did you see them reading I, the books? Yeah, I'm yes, like, where it's like clips of these people who are protesting these books and they're reading, you know, these these the very salacious yeah. yeah passages from I, them. I'm like yeah. Are those books really like I don't know. I just always feel like there's more to the story. There yeah, but always the strong, powerful the women book that these kids are reading, yeah. or the Diary of Anne Frank, or Rosa Parks. None of those right. have the kind of salacious stuff that these. There's are always reading. more to the story, no matter what. So yeah, fair point. Yeah, for sure. Mm. For sure. Um, uh, all right. The second one is uh, called The Barber of Little Rock. This is. Um, uh, takes place in Little Rock, Arkansas, and, and focuses on this guy who noticed this big 
um, this big gap between the haves and the have-nots, or the wealth, the big wealth gap, basically, um, that's racial. And um, and seeing a lot of these black families and, and uh, black people in the community that don't have the means to to earn enough to even pay their rent or their mortgage or whatever. And so he opens up a hairdressing training facility, barber training facility, and he teaches these people how to do hair. They're able to open salons. They're open able to open um, hair cutting facilities, things like that, both in Little Rock and outside of Little Rock. And because they they now are getting the problem with um, what's called uh, banking while black, which I've heard of driving while black. Mm-hmm. I get introduced to the term banking while black. He opens up a community bank, an FDIC insured bank that caters towards these people who would not be able to get loans to start their own businesses, who would not be able to get the kinds of backing and funding and stuff. Um, that That's is, uh, yeah, it, it, it's, this one's incredible as well. It's called the Barber of Little Rock. This was, this one is also on YouTube and you'll find a link uh, to watch that in quicktms.li as well. Uh, two more, the last repair shop. Uh, really quickly, this is um, about Los Angeles's. Oh, yeah. This one, this one's great. This is on Disney Plus, yeah. and this one's about this group of people who maintain and repair musical instruments so that so that kids in um, uh, who, kids who can't afford instruments can actually get instruments to learn how to play well, music. Yeah, and it's the last publicly funded music program. Like yes. everywhere else, uh, like my kids' school, you you have to pay to join band and you have to pay for your own instrument or rent your own instrument. This is all free. Yeah. From what I understand. It is. And, um, and they talk with the people who do the repair work and, uh, uh, these these stories of like them growing up and how they got their first instrument. This guy gets his his violin at a uh, at a garage sale, and now he's like in a band. In addition to doing this repair work, he's also in a band where he plays banjo or where he plays the fiddle and uh, um, and has played with you know numerous famous people. And God, his story was just great. This is a it's another quick watch. It's uh, on Disney Plus, and it's called The Last Repair Shop. Nice. And finally, uh, this is another one I think, Scott, you would really enjoy. This is also on Disney Plus, and it's called Nene and Waipo, or Nai and Waipo, which basically is grandma and grandpa. I'm sorry, grandma and grandma. Oh, wow. And it's two grandmas, uh, the two grandmas of a couple who get married, who are living together. So they are, <laughs> they are only... They're only related by the the their grandchildren who got married, but they live together, and um, uh, and they are so sweet and cute and hilarious, talking with each other and and the games they play with each other and dancing and stuff like that, and uh, and there's farting, Scott. There's farting in this and dancing and stretching and organizing shoes, and it's all so like this. This of all of these stories just gives you the most warm fuzzies inside when you watch it. Nice. Uh, Nai Nai and Waipo. Uh, Look at these cute old uh, ladies, man. Love this. Yes, they are adorable. And uh, uh, that's that feel, I think that's maybe a 10 minute short. Uh, and it's, and it's, uh, 
Where are you, where, is it Disney Plus deal, you said? Disney that Plus? one's on Disney Plus as well. So I think category-wise, I think it's going to be either the ABCs of book banning or the last repair shop that mm. wins at the Oscars. Mm-hmm. But, I could see um, that. But this one's beautiful. Barbara of Little Rock is touching. We didn't watch Island in Between, but that one's also available on YouTube. And it's about Taiwan, mm. uh, Taiwan, United States, and China um, from the islands of Kinmen. Um, uh, I think for live action short, I don't know. I felt, I feel like I thought more about the after than I did about, about the wonderful story of Henry sugar or night of fortune. Mm -hmm. Um, has Wes Anderson ever won an Oscar? Uh, yes. Multiple times. Fantastic. Like animated for fantastic. Mr. Fox, right? Uh, Wes Anderson won for, uh, wasn't Grand Budapest Hotel a big winner for a bunch of stuff? Um, oh, yeah. I think so. Definitely nominated across a ton of categories. I can I look it up and see. Yeah, here. screenplay maybe, right? Original screenplay? Yeah, or something. It was the Best Picture nomination, also Best Director, but I don't know if he yeah. won. Let's I don't see. think he won. No, I didn't think he won for either of those. Okay, here we go. It is uh, Rushmore got Golden Globe. Uh, Tannenbaum's got... Uh, let's yeah. do Academy Awards. Nomination for Tannenbaum's Fantastic Mr. Fox, two nominations. Oh, here it is. Grand Budapest Hotel got nine nominations, got four wins. Uh, that's his biggest mm-hmm. by far. Isle Probably of Dogs. Did all visual, right. Or not visual, uh, for, for sets and uh, costumes and stuff, probably. It seems like there was some. He got something that year. I can't find the yeah. damn thing. Where's his awards? Edit uh uh, box office language. I don't care. What about? <laughs> I can see if him if he hasn't won in the past that he would win for something like that. May, yeah. And they maybe could give it to him for a short, yeah, for a short or something. They could. I feel like I feel like you know the after was way more powerful for mm-hmm. me and and one that I thought of a lot afterwards and um the compelling story that's in there. Uh, so I would recommend. Henry Sugar. I'd recommend all three of those that I, that I talked about for live action short. Night of Fortune, Henry Sugar, and The After. They're both real, all three are really good. Nice. And if anyone can find Wes Anderson's winnings, let me know. I can't find shit. Yeah. I'm looking on his page and it says he's been nominated, 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 and they don't yeah, talk about the no, wins at all. Talk about wins. Oh, yeah. He'll right. win before he's dead. Uh, so all of that again, quicktms.li. You'll find links to everything I've talked about where you can watch it. Basically, it'll take you right to the movies on YouTube or on Documentary Plus or on Netflix, whatever. Nice. So. All right, yeah. let's swing over to Nicole. Nicole, you've got mm-hmm. one here that's, uh, well, it smells a little old, but not in a bad way. <laughs> <laughs> it holds up for me. Hmm. So uh, I'll just say I've thought about this a lot, and, oh. I am a big, and I'm a big fan of Shelley Long. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like her too. Um, I have quite a few movies that I, I really, really enjoy from her, and not she's not everybody's cup of tea, but she's my cup of tea, so... Hmm. Go ahead and play that clip. All right, here we go. Money Clip Zone. Uh, what's her name from Cheers? Money here we clip? go. A, um, <laughs> not Money Clip. Money Pit is what I was thinking. Pit. Oh, there Money Pit Zone. Money <laughs> not the Money I Clip. Like money clip. <laughs> the Money Clip. <laughs> the Money Clip with with Tom Honks. <laughs> and, uh, I, liked her, I loved her in Rehearsal of Fortune. Yeah, too. Rehearsal of Fortune was amazing. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> they finally got it right after those many rehearsals. All right, here we go. This is it. Mrs. Neffler, it's your turn. <sighs> a scary story? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. Okay. Mm. All right. Mm. Was it cold and 
rainy day in March. I went to Christophe's where I usually get my hair done, but Christophe had mysteriously disappeared. And in his place was a stranger named Ronaldo. I'll never forget him. His eyes were steely gray, very cold, and his hands were like ice. Okay. <laughs> I still have never seen this movie in my life. Oh, I've never my seen goodness. it either. Yeah. Oh, it's all right. So, since Ava is now in Girl Scouts, I was like, Ava, we have to watch True Beverly Hills together. And I'm looking, I don't know why, but none of like my top four Shelley Long movies are streaming anywhere. Mm. So, True cool. Beverly Hills, uh-huh. The Money Pit, um, Outrageous Fortune and Hello Again. Those are my top four. <laughs> oh, Hello that. Again. I forgot that. That's right. I was thinking, Hello oh, Again was confusing Reversal Hello of again. Fortune with Outrageous Fortune. That's oh, right. my yeah. goodness. Yeah. So uh, I went ahead and bought it on Amazon. So we now are the proud owners of Troop Beverly. <laughs> Finally, <laughs> you just is... bought the damn thing. Good job. <laughs> so this is, uh, I feel like. I, I was never in Girl Scouts growing up. We didn't have Girl Scouts in where I grew up. I grew up in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. So um, when Ava said she wanted to join the Girl Scouts, I was like, okay, I'll look into it. And so we've gone full force into the cookie sales because we've dropped in right when cookie sales. So if you want Girl Scout cookies, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It is Girl Scouts cookie season. Nice. Um, so before we did cookie booth duty at Lowe's over the weekend, which she absolutely hated, um, <laughs> we watched True Beverly Hills. And I was really, she goes, Mom, they're cussing. I go, it's okay, honey. It's a PG, it's, it's an 80s PG movie. Yeah, yeah. It's a different <laughs> standard back then. <laughs> so this is yeah. Nelson. Um, and, it, you know, there's there's actually some heavy concepts in here that um, usually Ava watches cartoon movies. She's really not interested in live action. I, uh, she was really interested in watching this because it's about Shelley Long, who lives in Beverly Hills, and she has an um, she has a daughter in the wilderness, which is the Girl Scouts. They can use Girl Scouts, so they called it Wilderness Girls. Okay, um, but it's one hundred percent Girl Scouts. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and she's married to Craig T. Nelson. And oh, <laughs> Mateo, leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Come on, you yeah, should be in leave me school alone, right kid. now. What are you doing, calling? <laughs> I said, how dare you call me with the default Apple ring that we've heard for two decades? How dare you? That was my uh, that was my my uh, computer. Yeah. But oh. uh, so there's the there's this whole introduction of the concept of divorce and splitting up, and they're trying to navigate those feelings and you have girls in the troop that uh, can't afford to be in the troop. And so there's just like, I mean, it's a lot of fun, but it also has, it kind of wraps around some, you know, serious topics that are a little hard for kids um, to talk about. So I found Ava and I having conversations about, you know, when, why people divorce um, stuff like that. So I love the movie. It's, it held up. I loved it. Where'd so. you, where'd you, you buy it? I didn't watch it. Where'd you buy it? I, 
I bought it on Amazon. Okay. I think it was like five bucks. It's three, it's four bucks on Amazon, uh, or I'm sorry, rental is four bucks Amazon and uh, Apple TV. Basically everywhere you can rent is it's about four bucks. Yeah. 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 I, so. I've never seen it. My sisters adored it and were like, oh, they would rewatch it. it constantly. And I just, oh, for yeah. me, it was like the way I would watch like Back to the Future. It was just on all the time for them. Just always. So My brother always had Goonies on. I, I think I had True Beverly Hills on quite yeah. a bit. Yeah, that's your deal. That, and look, it's your thing. And it was important for a big generation of girls. So I have nothing but respect for this thing I've never seen. It's, right. it, well, and you can, you'll recognize a lot of the young uh, wilderness girls. Because mm-hmm. um, they went yeah, and Tori Spelling things. is one of yeah, them, Yeah, Tori right? Spelling. She's, yeah. she's one of the mean girls. Okay. <laughs> She'd play a good sure. mean yeah. girl. I could see that. <laughs> of course, yeah. there's, you know, it's an 80s movie. Of course, there's going to be a villain. So that's the whole the whole crux of it is there's just a really mean head wilderness camp leader that hates Shelley long and like trying to be good and with people not liking you and stuff like that. Sure. 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 Speaking of, Hey, I know, I know Brian, you were talking about, you know, young girls trying to build up their confidence with that one. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Mm -hmm. I want to, I would like to share something that I started doing with Ava that, it's it's a small startup and it's turned out to be one of the best things that I do with Ava every night. And it's called legends. And I thought it was going to be like a little five minute introduction to like notable people doing things, but it ended up turn. I, it turned into something that her and I do together almost every single night. And it's building her confidence over time. We do it five minutes every night. And so they'll profile people like Serena Williams, um, Kobe Bryant, uh, just a, a ton of people. And it talks about like giving her actionable things to build her confidence up. And it's been one of the best things that I've done because she was having some troubles at school. It's been one of the best things I've done with her because I cool. share too. So it's not like you're lecturing your kid about, oh, you need to have more confidence. <laughs> well, how right. do you do that? How do you do that? Right. right? Yeah. It also and doesn't so, feel like, look what they were doing by the time they were 12. Yeah. <laughs> right. <It's> not, yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's cool. Is that is that like on a it, streaming service that you watch it, these? It, or no, YouTube, well, or? and it's weird because it's not an app. It's a website that acts okay. like an app. It's oh, called okay. Build, it's called Build Legends. And if you go, they have like a free trial. And, you, and that's what I did. I was like, oh, I'll give it a try. And I was like, oh, wow, this is this is different. I wasn't expecting this to be so awesome. Yeah. Um, and it's something that she will ask to do every night. And and so you have a coach that kind of walks you through that five minute training session. And at the end, it tells you've been training for 30 days. You've been training for, you know, 200 minutes. And it just kind of keeps building them up. I, it's hmm. one of the one of the only things that I do with her that I can share my experiences and she can share hers, and then we can talk about it. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. That's if cool. anybody is, yeah, it's called Build Legends. Nice, very cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, look at all the recommendals we're soaking in today. So many. <laughs> you might you might wonder why Scott didn't bring one. Two reasons: I knew we wouldn't have time. And number two, uh, I've not had any time to watch anything new anyway. I'm watching ER episodes for hell's sakes while I work. So it's, uh, it all worked out nice for me. Uh, so get all this at quicktms.li. As always, Nicole, having you around is a pleasure. Thanks for being here. And uh, tell Mark to make some wood or something. Hug those kids for us. That's right. Damn it.
Yeah. Uh, that is it for that. And that means we are just about done with today's show. Uh, what do we have left here? Oh, I got a quick email. Cool. This is from Steven, not our Steven, different Steven. This is about the Star Tours conversation we were having, yeah. whether it was around or not or whatever. Says it was my wa- the, uh, right, it was the, the feud topic. That's yeah. right. Uh, let's see. This came to f- uh, the morning stream at gmail.com. My wife and I went to Disneyland for our honeymoon, pretty much just for the Star Wars stuff. We highly recommend the current Star Tours. They revamped it a while back, and now it has multiple stories. So each time you go, you can get an entirely different scenario. We went during the day originally, uh, but went back in the evening uh, when most everyone else was out trying to find a place for the fireworks. Ugh, and I hate that. I would yeah. I, I always avoid oh, that. Oh, it's the best, best time to go on rides because it's like, it's just, you know, all right. Fireworks. It it's a nice fireworks show. It's, you know, it's, 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 Better than most fireworks shows, but still, it's fireworks. Yeah, and you see it once, go to the... Yeah, Brian's right. Go get in the rides. They're less packed. Uh, Anyway, it says, um, uh, there was no line, and it was a great place to sit after walking all day, and we got different scenario than we did the first time, says Stephen. Yeah, I thought it was gone, gone. Like, yeah, no, it's still there, and and like you said, totally revamped. What they've done is they've broken it into two parts, so the ride is, is two... Two parts, I think, with the same thing in the middle, the same Oreo filling, but two different cookies. Mm-hmm. And each of those cookies can be one of like eight different scenarios. So you'll start off on Hoth, and then you'll go into space, and then you'll end up on Batu, or you'll start up on Endor, and then you'll end up on Kashyyyk or something like that. Right. And there's a storyline for each one. The, the other thing they did, unfortunately, is they took out Pee Wee Herman or the the Paul Rubens voiced robot, mm. but they did move him to the uh, to the cantina. So wow. now he's there DJing all day long. Wow! And you get the the Paul Rubens voice there, and then they have new stuff in the Star Tours. Uh, That's cool. The Star Tours ride. So yeah, I mean, with all those combinations, it I, I don't know how many different uh, possible combinations there are, but you're you're almost guaranteed to get a different ride every single time. I don't know if it's Universal or somewhere that has who has the King Kong stuff. Do you know who does Universal? All that? Does, Universal. Yeah. So yeah. I guess they there was a 3D thing and they took the 3D out and everyone's freaking out about it now because now you can still oh, really? do it. You just don't wear 3D glasses to see it or something. Something oh. like that. Yeah. Some big. Oh, interesting. Some weird freak out I was reading about the other day. Huh. I can't remember what it was. Some somebody I followed. You're, you're happy about it because it's like, oh, I have to put on those glasses that I oh. doubt have been sanitized to any degree of I don't completion. Tr- I don't trust any of those. <laughs> Plus, they're just annoying, and it never looks right to me. It's never looked yeah. right to me because my eyes are kind of shit, and or they were. I guess I haven't yeah. done it since I had my surgeries, but just never yeah. looked right. Um, well, there you go. Uh, thank cool. you, Stephen, for that. It's a good uh, update on what's going on in Disneyland with Star Tours. We are going to get out of here before we do a reminder that all things point to frogpants.com slash TMS if you're trying to track us down or anything about the show. It's all there. Go find it. That's uh, frogpants.com slash TMS. Brian, let's get out of here with a song. Do you have a song? Sure, I have a song. And uh, this one is going out to Glitch. Is that right? Yes, Glitch. Good morning, Sun and Burn. The ninth is my 41st birthday. Yes, this one is about 19 days late. Happy birthday, belated birthday, Glitch. The ninth is my 41st birthday. And instead of requesting some goth industrial band, I need the cover master's help. My wife, once again, saving my life by finding a mole in a not easily seen area, but that would have been uh, melanoma. Lucky uh, test came up negative. So everyone go get checked. Anyway, I need something that's got that disco funk magic to jumpstart the heart. Thank you for what you do. And Scott, hope you got a chance to play the SLC fallout mod that I texted you. I did. It's awesome.
It's cool. I would play a whole game set in decrepit, <laughs> burned out Salt Lake. It really rubbed all my buttons. That's it sounds nice. terrible, but it rubbed my buttons. <laughs> it rubbed all your buttons. Yeah. Did it did it find a mole in a not easily seen area? That's no, it did not. But I okay. did find the other day I found a mole that I didn't know I had before. Turns out it was nothing. But uh, you know, they start showing up at weird times now. You just get them. They, they totally do. Oh my god. Yeah. I don't like it. I found found one on my thigh that well fortunately turned out to be a, a melted chocolate chip but still <laughs> get, get checked everybody yeah get it's, mole, it's a mole like discovery sure it's a mole like discovery but taste it and then find out if it's chocolate <laughs> yeah always uh, lick your moles <laughs> especially the ones on your thigh let's get to uh, this one right here this is by a uh a, a new i uh, see I'm, I'm totally into new disco funk like believe me i love my funkadelic i love my you know old school bands that do do the great mix um but bands that do this stuff now and make it feel authentic and genuine and not just a um oh let's do another cookie cutter cover stamped with disco funk ka-chunk 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 sure this one this one's great this is by argonaut and wasp and uh, this is a single they released in 2017 covering the rolling stones beast of burden also it sounds like a toy i would want in the 80s, Argonaut, the Argonaut, Argonaut and, and Wasp. And Wasp yeah. yeah, I'd have to go get my, it's like part of the Micronaut scene or whatever. That's, That's right. awesome. That's right. Batteries not included. Argonaut and Wasp sold separately. Oh, <laughs> freaking Galoob or Kenner or somebody making it. Oh, right. man. All right. Uh, well, there you go, everybody. Let's play it now. We'll be back tomorrow with the Thursday edition of the show. We'll see you then.
Get more at frogpants.com. Hey, I'm going to actually have to put the headphones down for a second and go throw up.